الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد um, Can everyone hear me? Uh, is my voice uh, clear? Can I be heard? We are in the sharah of the kitab Safinatul uh, Naja' um, Last lesson We spoke about Asbabul Tayammumi The reasons In which we are allowed to do tayammum Am I correct? Is that where we left off last week? Okay, mashallah. Good. So now we're going to go into the point where the author rahimahullah said وَغَيْرُ الْمُحْتَرَمِ سِتَّةٌ um, The author rahimahullah he goes into those who are not honored. They don't have the right of ihtiram. Okay, meaning it is not haram to kill them. The author is talking about six types, um, six things, um, six types of uh, beings, creation, that killing them is permissible. The first one he mentions is Tariqu uh, Salah. Tariqu As Salah. The one who leaves the salah. The one who leaves the salah, uh, he starts with him. When it comes to leaving the prayer, the people are two types. Um, or there are two types of leaving the prayer. The first one is, Tariqu salati juhudan. A person who leaves the salah out of jahd. Juhud means stubbornness. He doesn't pray the salah because he's stubborn. And he uh, rejects the obligation of the salah. And he doesn't believe it's obligatory on him. You see, that's the first one. فَهَذَا murtad. That one's um, apostated from the religion of Islam. And the killing that is done for that one is وَيُقْتَلُ murtadan, And he's killed as a murtad, as a disbeliever. As a kafir, when the qadi uh, commands his execution, the execution will be done as a what? Kufran, uh, as a disbeliever. He is not washed. He is not prayed on. And he is buried with the disbelievers. Um, What about the second type, which is تَهَوُّنًا 
the person who leaves the prayer out of laziness. And he leaves it out of uh, um, laziness. This one is killed. Uh, according to, sorry, this one, the, the killing of this one is disputed. Some of the fuqaha believe this one is killed uh, as had. He's killed as a had, a capital punishment, not as a disbeliever. The killing of his is then he's killed as a capital punishment, as a punishment. Uh, and another group of scholars, they say that even he is killed as a murtad, the one who leaves the salah out of laziness. He is killed as a murtad. Uh, so if the, whoever, the scholars that hold the opinion that he is killed as a murtad, they believe the same which they said at the pre, about the previous one, which is, uh, he's not washed, he's not prayed on, he is not buried in the graves of the Muslims. And the ones who believe he is killed as, uh, as a Muslim, but it was a punishment for him, then they believe he's washed, he's shrouded, he's prayed upon, he's buried with the Muslims, and his wealth is inherited. Whereas the previous one's wealth is not inherited. The wealth is taken and it's seen as a fate. The wealth of the, the, the one who apostates from the Muslims, his wealth is taken as a fate. What is a fate? A fate is the wealth that the Muslims take from the non-Muslims when the non-Muslims run away. And there's two ways of the Muslims take money from the wealth of the disbelievers when they're fighting with them. One is called a ghanima. A ghanima is when the Muslims and the non-Muslims fight and the Muslims take the wealth from them. The fate is when the Muslims and the non-Muslims don't fight and the non-Muslims surrender their wealth and they run away from their wealth. This is called a fate. The one who leaves the salah, his wealth is considered as a fate and it's added to the Baytul Mali al-Muslimin. Okay. Pay attention. This is very dangerous now. Whichever situation you're in, the fuqaha believe that the person is killed who leaves the salah. Whether you're a disbeliever or even whether, whether you're a Muslim who's transgressed, you are killed, they believe. And the evidence that they use for this is the ayah in the Quran which Allah says, فَإِن تَابُوا وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَىٰ وَآتَوُوا الزَّكَاةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, If they repent, and they establish the prayer, and they give the zakat, let them go. Means, means, leave them alone, they don't deserve to be killed. You see? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned prior to that, He mentioned, uh, commanded prior to that to kill them wherever you find them. And then after that, He subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, 
if they repent, they establish the prayer, and they give the zakat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, let them go. And the strongest opinion in this situation is that the person who leaves the salah, the strongest opinion is that that person is no longer a Muslim. That that person is no longer a Muslim. And that the killing here is ridda, it's apostasy. That is the strongest opinion. وَلَا يُغْسَلْ He's not washed. وَلَا يُصَلَّى عَلَيْهِ He's not prayed upon. وَيُدْفَنُ فِي مَقَابِلِ الْكُفَارِ And he's buried with the disbelievers. وَمَالُهُ فَيْءٌ يَكُونُ فِي بَيْتِ الْمَالِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And his wealth is, is not inherited by his family members. His family members are not allowed to ask forgiveness for him. They are not allowed to, um, uh, you know, do dua for him. They are not allowed to do umrah for him. They are not allowed to, his wife is no longer married to him if he leaves the salah. وَمَا إِلَى ذَلِكَ And other than that. So, that's the strongest opinion uh, which uh, is considered to be the consensus of the Sahabas. Abdullah ibn al-Shaqiq, he said, كَانَ أَصْحَابُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ لَا يَرَوْنَ شَيْءً تُؤْتَرْكُوا كُفْرًا غَيْرَ الصَّلَاةِ that the Sahabas, they never used to see the leaving of any actions to be disbelief except the prayer. That's the only action they considered leaving it to be disbelief. And the leaving here is meant by even if it's out of laziness. Even if it is out of laziness. Um, the second is Wazanil Muhsanu. The second type of person, that Islamic judge. Uh, will uh, execute is Azan al-Muhsan. Azan al-Muhsan is a person who went through a marriage. Okay? If a person goes through marriage and he then commits zina, this individual is killed even if he wasn't married at that moment. So understand this point. A person went through marriage. Yani he had an, a shar'i Islamic marriage. He, had, he got married. And then he committed zina. The committing of the zina, it could happen whilst he's married or even after he's divorced. If he does it, it's still considered as a zani al-muhsan. It's still considered as a zani al-muhsan. And that, that, that person is also killed by the Islamic uh, court. Uh, and Imam Bukhari and Muslim both narrated on the authority of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi he said لا يحل دمر مسلم إلا بإحدى ثلاثة الثيب الزاني والنفس بالنفس وتارك لديني المفارق للجماعة The Prophet sallallahu alayhi mentioned here that um, the blood of a Muslim is not allowed to be spilt a believer cannot be killed the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he said except three the first one is The person who's gone through a marriage The one who kills another person And the one who leaves the religion of Islam And apostates from the religion So this hadith shows The second and the third Which the author mentioned And the murtad That they're both killed That they're both Killed. The one who leaves the fold of Islam and the person who's gone through marriage before and commits zina, they are killed. They are what? They're killed. Also, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Man baddala deenahu 
Anyone who changes his religion is killed. Bukhari narrated that. Man There's a, a strange opinion that's attributed to Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah. Imam Shafi'i. That Imam Shafi'i said, Man Anyone who changes his religion, فَقْتُلُوهُ Kill him. That he said, um, if a Christian becomes a Jew, is also killed because he changed his religion. Which is a strange view. But that the hadith doesn't mean that. The hadith means anyone who changes his religion because the only religion to Allah Ta'ala is Islam. The only religion to Allah Ta'ala is Islam. So the hadith is referring to anyone who changes uh, his religion, يعني, Islam, leaves Islam. فَقْتُلُوهُ him. Again, this is something that the Islamic court will do, and it's upon them to verify whether this person left the religion or not. This is not a matter in the hands of the general mass. That they determine who left the religion or not, and they become the judge and the jury, and they execute. Uh, it's not upon them. Also, kafirul harbi, the disbeliever who is uh, in war with the non with the Muslims. So a non-Muslim who is in war with the Muslims. The kafir is of types. A kafir which is harbi, a kafir which is musta'man, a kafir which is dhimmi, and a mu'ahid. All of those are types of the non-Muslims. The type here that is killed and fought against is the harbi, the one, the kafir al-harbi, the, the kafir which we, the Muslims, are in war with. And the evidence for that is قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَىٰ فَاقْتُلُوهُمْ حَيْثُ وَجَدْتُمُوهُمْ Kill them wherever you find those ones that you're in war with. وَالْكَلْبِ الْعَقُورِ وَالْكَلْبِ الْعَقُورِ is a vicious dog. It's also killed. And the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that in the Hadith Sahih Muslim, in Hadith Aisha رضي الله تعالى عنها, أربع كلهن فاسق Four, all of them are uh, dangerous and they're fasiq. They will be killed fil hilli wal haram. They will be killed in the Kaaba if you find them and outside the Kaaba. They're the animals that you kill. Nothing else can be killed in the Kaaba. And from those is wal kalbul aqur. Al kalbul aqur is what? The kalbul aqur is the vicious dog, the dog that attacks the people. That dog is killed. Okay. Walkinziru. Also the pig. The pig is also killed. And the evidence for that is the hadith Al Imamu Al Bukhari and Muslim both narrated on the authority of Abu Huraira. That the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, I swear by the Lord in which my soul is in his hand. Isa ibn Maryam will come down unto you all. And he will come down hakaman as a judge. He will be fair and upright. He will destroy the Christian sign. Okay? And he will kill the khinzir, the pig. And he will place upon the people, uh, or he will take away from the people al-jizya. He will take it away from the people. Um, 
the Prophet then said that the wealth will spread so much so that there will be no one who would accept it. And people are so rich that no one no longer, no longer wants the money anymore. So the hadith, it has inside there qatlul uh, khinzir, the killing of the pig. So this shows that the, uh, the pig la hurmata lahu. It's not a sacred animal that, that it, it can be killed. Now that's, that is the six types that the author rahimahullah mentioned. So, the first one is the person who leaves a prayer. The second one is Azan al-Muhsan. The third is the Murtad, the person who leaves the fold of Islam. And the um, fourth one is Al-Kafir al-Harbiyu, the disbeliever that's fought. The Kafir al-Harbi, it means الذي لا الذي the one لا صلح معه لا صلح له مع المسلمين he's the one that doesn't have a صلح he doesn't have a contract with the Muslims and the the non-Muslims are four types four types the first one is الكافر الحربي which is the one I mentioned the second one is الذمي it's the one who has a aqd al-jizya. He has a contract of giving jizya to the imam of the muslimin. He's the one who gives jizya. The second one is al-mu'ahad. Al-mu'ahid. The mu'ahad is the one who has a musalaha. He has with the muslims a peace treaty. He was from the uh, Kufar, uh, the Kufar uh, al-Harbi, but he, him and the Muslim leader now have a contract. The third one is al-Mu'ammanu. Al-Mu'amman is the one that was given safety by some of the Muslims gave him safety. Okay, some of the Muslims, they gave him safety. And the evidence for that is, وَإِنَ حَدُ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ اسْتَجَارَكَ فَأَجِرُوا حَتَّى يَسْمَعَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ أَبْلِغُهُ مَأْمَنَا because Allah Taala said, if one of the non-Muslims they ask for shelter, Allah Taala He said, "Fa'adirhu, um, give him the shelter." And He asked for for it, give it to him, give it to him. So this Muslim will say to the non-Muslim, "Come with me." By the way, he's he's from the Kufarul Harbi. A Muslim will take him from being from the Kufar. Uh, and he will bring him to a Muslim land. No one's allowed to touch him. No one's allowed to touch that man. He's been given shelter by a Muslim. Now, inshallah ta'ala, and also, the fifth one was a vicious dog. And the evidence that I gave for the killing of the vicious dog is the hadith found in Sahih Muslim in Hadith Aisha. Well, Khinziru, I mentioned that for the, for the hadith of Bukhari and Muslim in Hadith Abi Huraira. That Isa ibn Maryam, when he comes, he's going to, he's going to kill the uh, pig. Now we're going to go into Shurutu Tayammumi. 
the conditions of the tayammum. The conditions of a tayammum. The first condition is an yakuna biturab. Okay, it has to be dust. It has to be sand and dust. It can't be um, it can't be nothing else. So it must be uh, performed with the dust of the earth. Okay. Ayakuna biturab. And the evidence for that is the hadith found in Sahih Muslim. It's the hadith found in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, فُضِّلْنَا عَلَى النَّاسِ بِثَلَاثٍ We have been given virtue over the people with three. He said, our lines ha- have been made like the lines of the angels when they straighten in the lines. The second the Prophet said was, the earth has been made pure for me. So you can pray that everywhere you find the prayer. And the third one was the earth's sand, I mean the earth, the surface of the earth is pure. If you can't find water, the Prophet said. So three things. He said, our sufuf have been made like the sufuf of the malaika. One. The two, the earth all of it has been made a masjid for me. So wherever the salah comes in, you can pray in. And the third one is, the earth was made pure for me. And then, the sand of the earth, the default position is that it's pure. Number two is, The turab, it has to be tahir. The dust must be, must be pure. And this is based on the ayah, فَتَيَمَّمُوا صَعِيدًا طَيِّبًا Allah says. طَيِّبًا here means طَاهِرًا حَلَالًا Two things. طَيِّبًا means two things. It has to be pure and it has to be halal. It can't be something you stole from someone. وَأَلَّا يَكُونَ مُسْتَعْمَلًا It cannot be مُسْتَعْمَل It can't be مُسْتَعْمَل Musta'mal is it can't be a used one. Someone used it before uh, and they placed it on their, in, on their limbs. Yani someone took it and they placed it on their limb. And then you take that and you use it. No, it can't be. And the, here, the evidence that he's using here is qiyasan ala al-wudu. The same way that the water was not allowed for it to be a used water. 
The tayammum cannot also be used tayammum. The fourth is yukhalitahu nahwuh. It can't be mixed with flour. Daqiq means flour. Or anything like flour. It can't be. The reason for this is what? The same with the water. Al-ma'al mutagayyar bitahirin. The water that has changed with something pure. Like for example, if you take a tea bag and you put it inside the water, can you then do wudu with that water? No. The same is if the tayammum gets mixed up with flour, it's not allowed to be used. Okay? Number five. وَأَنْ يَقْصِدَهُ means a person should intend the earth. It has to be intention. And this is the concept of having intentions for every ibadah. The sixth that the author rahimahullah mentioned is وَأَنْ يَمْسَحَ وَجْهَهُ وَيَدَيْهِ بِضَرْبَتَيْنِ the person, he should wipe his face and both hands with two strikes of dust. And this inshallah ta'ala is going to come to us soon in the arkanu tayammum, in the pillars of a tayammum. The face and the hands. This. You don't do it to your elbows, you don't do your ears, you don't do your hair, you don't do your nose. Inside your nose or your mouth, you don't do that. You also don't do your legs. No, it's not. It's just the face and the two hands. That's it. Also, the person, he should first remove any impurity. If there's any impurity on you, try to remove it from yourself. Naam. And this has to happen before the tayammum. Naam. That is if he's able to do it. For example, if he went to the toilet and urinated to clean the urine from himself. Or if he went to the toilet and he done a thesis, that he cleans himself from that first before he does the tayammum, if he's able to do it. If he's uh, able to do it. If he's unable to do it. He prays the prayer um, without it. Lakin according to Ar-Ramli and Ibn Hajar, they both mention they say that the person can pray without even the tayammum. Yani because you couldn't clean yourself from the urine and you couldn't clean yourself from the uh, tayam, uh, feces, just pray the salah in the way that you're in and there is no need to do any tahara wala tayammum. That's what they say. Okay? 
And they also believe that the person must bring it back later. Yani later, he has to bring it back. No, the person should do tayammum. The person should do tayammum at that moment. He should uh, determine the direction of the Qibla before he goes forward in doing the tayammum. Before he does the tayammum, he uh, strives to knowing where the Qibla is. Also, the tayammum happens after the time entered. يعني the tayammum, it happens after the time of the prayer enters. Okay? And the reason for this is because The salah became obligatory on you You couldn't find water Just do the tayammum now Before that You don't have to do tayammum You might find water Your reason might be uplifted So you do the tayammum For the prayer And the Shafi'iya believe That you have to do tayammum For every single prayer نعم. وأن يتيمم لكل فرض Every single prayer You have to do tayammum Now we're going to go into فروض التيمم خمسة The obligatory things that need to be done for the prayer Sorry for the tayammum The obligatory things that must be done for the tayammum Things that are obligatory to do. Wajib. And if the person doesn't do it, he's a sinner. The first is Naqlu Turabi. Transfer of earth to the body. Naqlu Turabi. And the evidence for this is the ayah Fatayammamu Sa'idan Tayyiba. Fatayammamu here means intend it. And come with it. So the person has to do the tayammum. He can't just. The first obligatory thing is that you take the tayammum and you do it. The second is intention. And the evidence for that is the hadith in al-amalu bin-niyat. Every action is based upon what is intended from it. The third one is al-mashul waj. To wipe the face. And the fourth one is Wiping of the hands um, The hands Until Until your elbows (laughs) 
The evidence that they use for this is فَتَيَمَّمُوا صَعِيدًا طَيِّبًا فَمْسَحُوا بِوُجُوهِكُمْ وَأَيْدِيكُمْ مِنْهُ This shows the evidence for the face and the evidence is for the hands. As for taking it to the elbows, the evidence that they use is the hadith of Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Um, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, At-tayammumu darbatan. Tayammum is two hits. Darbatun lil One hit is for the face. وَضَرْبَةٌ لِلْيَدَيْنِ And the second hit is for the hands إِلَى الْمِرْفِقَيْنِ Up to the elbows. أي مع المرفقين. This hadith, a lot of the scholars, they weakened it because Abu Zubayr al-Makki narrated it from Jabir. You see? So many scholars have weakened it. So the strongest opinion is that this is the view held by Jabir radiallahu anhu. Jabir held this view himself, it's his statement, and that it's not the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as that Imam al mentioned. So some of the scholars, they hold the opinion that it's up to the elbows, and some hold it that it's, it's just the hands, and the arms are not included. The second reason why some of the scholars weakened it is because there is in there Uthman ibn Muhammad. Okay? Number five is At-Tartibu Bain al-Mashataini. There has to be sequence. There has to be um, sequence between both wipes. And the evidence for that is the tayammum uh, is a far'ah, it's a sub-branch from the wudu. And the wudu and the tayammum, both of them have come in the same ayah. The same verse it was mentioned in. And they were mentioned in order. And the ibadat in the religion is mabnaha tawqif. The ibadah in the religion is tawqif. You can't do what you want. You have to take it from the Quran and the Sunnah. So the order is a must. You can't start with the the uh, 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 part that you want first. You can't. You have to wipe the face first, and then the uh, hands. Now we're going to go into the things that nullify the tayammum. The things that nullify the tayammum. Mubtilatu tayammum thalatha. The things that nullify the tayammum are three. The first one is ma abtala al-wudu. Whatever nullified the prayer, uh, the wudu is the same thing that's going to nullify the tayammum. It's the same. Yani, whatever you studied in the nullifiers of the wudu are also the nullifiers of a tayammum, like passing wind, urinating, 
وما إلى ذلك. Whatever nullifies the wudu also nullifies the tayammum. Also, what nullifies uh, the tayammum is a ridda, apostasy. Apostasy, it nullifies um, your tayammum. What is the evidence for that? The evidence for that is because tayammum is a righteous action. And disbelief and shirk nullifies righteous action. لَإِنْ أَشْرَكْتَ لَيَحْبَطَنَّ عَمَلُكَ وَلَتَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ So it nullifies your righteous action. Apostasy wipes away any good that you've ever done. The third one is وَتَوَهُمُ الْمَاءِ إِنْ تَيَمَّمَ لِفَقْدِهِ The presumption that one can now obtain water. If you believe that you can attain water, you can get water, the tayammum is no longer valid. The reason why the tayammum was valid was because the absence of water, right? That was one of the reasons. And If water is found, the tayammum is now null and void. It's no longer existent. So the Shafi'iyah here say, وَتَوَهُمُ Presumption. He has assumption. That he can find water. They say that his tayammum is broken. Okay? It nullifies it. If he believes he can find water. He has a suspicion, a, a presumption that he can find water according to them. This individual has to go and look for that water. And go get it. Now, inshallah ta'ala, the author, uh, he goes into The things um, uh, The author, rahimahullah, here he mentions three types of impurities that can be purified. Three types of impurities that can be purified. Okay? Three. The first one he mentions is Al-Khamru ida takhallalat binafsiha. The first one is wine that becomes vinegar on its own. So if Khamar becomes vinegar on its own, or wine that becomes vinegar on its own. That's the first. The second one is Wajildul Maytati Ida Dubira. The Skin of a dead corpse or a dead animal, if it's tanned, if the the animal is tanned, meaning it's taken out to the sun and it's tanned with the sun, 
then it's pure, no problem. This is what? Uh, it is uh, pure, there's no problem. Based on the hadith of the Prophet where he said, If the dead animal, uh, the skin of the dead animal is tanned, then it becomes pure. And based on the hadith of the Prophet when he saw Maymunah, uh, the Prophet saw a dead animal uh, and he said to his wife Maymuna radiallahu ta'ala anha Why don't you benefit from the skin of this animal? So they said to him, Ya Rasulullah, it's a dead animal, it's dead. How are we going to benefit from it? Then the Prophet he said What is haram is eating it but the skin can be benefited from Naam. And the third is um, وَمَا صَارَ حَيْوَانًا uh, Creatures that are born out of uh, filth Naam. So this chapter, the author, rahimahullah, what he's trying to explain to us is a mas'ala known as al-istihala. A concept known as al-istihala. Al-istihala means something was haram for a reason. And the reason which it was once upon a time haram for is no longer present. As we find um, in some situations. Like we find in um, some substance that the humans take. Um, something was added to it which was haram. But that thing that was haram has now become changed. Yani it's gone. It's no longer present anymore. Does the ruling of the prohibition still stand? Okay. Uh, the scholars, they mention um, that the ruling revolves around the reasoning. The reasoning is found, the ruling is found, and if the reasoning is missing, the ruling is also missing. And... Um, this concept of um, the khamar changing by itself into a vinegar. An example for that is some, some uh, sweets that people eat that has in it, for example, uh, gelatine, for example. Some of the ulama, they gave the fatwa that the substance that are in it have no longer it changed from that form into another form. And it's tahala from one form and it became something else. Is it permissible for the person to use it? They say yes. They say it is permissible. And the mas'ala requires more discussion. Um, and each point requires more look. 
each point requires more luck. But generally speaking, it's a long topic, the chapter of al-istihala, um, and it's called Qa'idatu al-Dawran al-Hukmi ma'ilatihi. We won't go too much into that, inshallah ta'ala. Okay, Faslun chapter An-Najasatu An-Najasatu is plural and the singular is Najasa Najasa and the Najasa is divided into two types Okay, write this down inshallah ta'ala The Najasa is divided into two types the first one is najasa, which is zahira, and najasa, an impurity which is apparent. And that's the one that the author here is speaking about. The najasa, which is apparent. And the second one is najasa, which is najasa tulbatin. It's not apparent, it's hidden. The najasa which is apparent, the author is going to speak about it. We're going to see it, inshallah ta'ala, here, no problem. Like in the najasa which is batin, it's hidden. The biggest one of it is the one Allah mentioned in the Quran. Mushrikuna najas. That the non-Muslims are najas. The najas here, the impurity here is their belief. It's the hidden type of najasa. Okay. Because it could happen that a non-Muslim is more cleaner than a Muslim. It could happen. And he's more cleansed and more cleaner physically, out, outwardly. But in the Sharia, he's still considered impure. Because the asal of purity is the purity of the heart, number one. And then the limbs. And the greatest form of najasa is najasatul batini. The najasa of the heart. Okay? Like in the fuqaha, they don't talk about the najasatul batin. They don't discuss that. That's not their field. That's studied in the books of i'tiqad, the books of akhlaq, the books of tiskiyatul nufus. Like in, in kutub al-fiqh, you study the najasa which is zahira, apparent. <coughs> the najasa which is? Okay. I hope you guys have written that. Mm-hmm. Um. The najasa which is zahira, the apparent najasa, the author divided that into three. So the najasa which is zahira, the apparent najasa, the author, rahimahullah, he divided it into three. The first one is called mughallada. Najasa which is what? Mughallada. 
What does a najasa mughallada actually mean? Sorry, najasatun mughallada means a najasa which is very strong. Ghalid is something very strong, heavy. And he's going to give us, inshallah ta'ala, Um, but why is it heavy? The ruling regarding it is heavy. That's why they call it Mughallaba. The second one is Mukhaffafa. And Mukhaffafa is called Mukhaffafa because it is um, soft in terms of its ruling. And the third one is Mutawasita, um, is in the middle. Okay? It's uh, moderate. Uh, and the reason why it's called mutawasita is because its ruling is moderate. It's in the middle. Middle between what? Between the mughallada and the mukhaffafa. Between the heavy and the light. Then the author, rahimahullah, he started to mention which, an example for the mughallada, an example for the mukhaffafa, and an example for the mutawasita. The najasa which is mughallada is najasatu al-kalbi wal-khinziri. The dog and the um, pig, both of them are called mughallada. They're both called mughallada, heavy impurity. The mughallada, the ayn of this thing is najas. Yani this thing itself is najas. Okay? And its impurity stands while it's whilst it's alive and even when it dies. So you can't purify it. The ayn of this thing is impure. So there's no way you can purify this. That's why it's called mughallaba. It's always going to be impure. The second one is mukhaffafa. By the way, the author said, Dog and khinzir, and he said, Wafar'i ahadihima. What does he mean by Wafar'i ahadihima? He means, Whatever children come out from it. If the pig gives birth to something, what about if the pig and another animal have intimacy and a child comes from it? It's still considered to be what? It's still considered to be Mughallada. Najasa Mughallada. However way, whether it comes from two pigs or if it comes from one pig and another animal which is pure. A pure animal and a pig. They, ha they have, it doesn't matter. That child is always going to be considered, uh, that whatever comes from it is going to be considered uh, the Najasa is Mughallada. Okay. Mukhaffafa is what? Mukhaffafa uh, is bawlu sabi the uh, the urine of a sabi. Sabi here means a boy, not a girl. Okay? It is a boy. Um That's it. So it's not a boy, it's not a girl. Also, it's not a khuntha. A khuntha means she male. 
or a he, she. Huh? I mean, whatever they call it. That's also not in the discussion. That's also not. It's a sabi, a boy. A boy with what? He's only been living on his mother's breast milk. That's all he's lived on. And his mother's only been breastfeeding him. Um, and he hasn't reached two years. And the child hasn't reached two years of age. How many qayd? How many points did he mention for that? Four points. Look what he said. As-sabi. That's number one. He's a boy. Lam yat'am ghayra labani. That's point number two. He hasn't drunk egg, nothing except the breast, breast, breast milk. That's number two. Number three. Walam yablugh. Hasn't reached um, um, وَلَمْ يَبْلُغِ وَلَمْ يَبْلُغِ here means uh, he hasn't eaten any food. And الْحَوْلَيْنِ means he hasn't reached two years of age. And the evidence for that is the hadith found in Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim on the authority of Umu Qais binti Mihsan. She came with a son, which was very little. He never ate. No food. She brought it to the Prophet and she placed it on the Prophet's thighs. And the, the child urinated on the Prophet. The Prophet called for some water and he sprinkled that water and he never washed it. He sprinkled it, this. Sprinkled the water over the place and he never washed it. He never said, wash it, clean it. He didn't. Okay? This is mukhaffafa. The Prophet is a bit light on it. The mutawasita is the other remaining impurities. The other remaining impurities. Such as the urine of the human being, the urine of the human being, like our urine right now, the elders who've eaten food and everything, our one is mutawasita, it's in the middle. It can be purified, it can be cleansed, but there has to be some cleaning that needs to be done. There's a bit of heaviness in there, but it can be cleaned. Whereas the mughallada, you can't clean it at all. You can never clean a dog and make the dog pure. You can't. You can never make a pig clean. He's always going to be nejas. Okay? Lakin, it's also not light in the sense where you can't just sprinkle water here or there. You just need to wash it properly. Like the Bedouin man that urinated in the Prophet's masjid. Alayhi salatu wasalam. The Prophet he come out, he asked for a bucket of water and he poured it over it. And Okay? Um, and things like that. Uh, 
the author now he goes into he goes into a chapter called um, he goes into the chapter fi bayani izalati najasa in this chapter we're going to go into how could you remove the najasa yeah how could you cleanse it this is what the author rahimahullah is now going to go into the first one which is the mughallada the mughallada how do you cleanse it if it comes in contact with you okay al mughallada tathkhuru so first of all, you have to do is, you have to remove it. You have to remove the, 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 the dog or whatever, its saliva off you. Once you remove that, you wash it seven times, he said. One of it has to be with turab. And this is the hadith, إِذَا وَلَغَ الْكَلْبُ فِي إِنَا إِحَادِكُمْ فليغسله سبع مرات أولاهن بالتراب والمخففة what about the مخفف the مخففة um, what is enough for it is what um, sprinkling water Um, the mukhaffafa it can be purified um, by removing the actual impurity and sprinkling an adequate water as for the mutawasita the author rahimahullah he said tanqasimu ila qismain ayniyatin wa hukmiyatin the moderate one is divided into two the first one is that which has a substance and the second one is that which is without substance. Um, that which has a substance, he said it is what? It has three things. That which has a substance, it has three things. What did you have? Lonun. Also, warihun wa ta'mun. Lonun means what? Color. Rihun means what? Smell. And ta'm means taste. And that one, what you have to do is, min izalati lawniha warihiha wa ta'miha. You have to get rid of the smell. You have to get rid of the color, and you also have to get rid of the taste. What about that which doesn't have a substance, that which is without substance? It has no color, has no smell, has no taste. Then inshallah ta'ala, just run the water on it. Run the water on it.
Like for example, if urine goes on a clothing and then the person can't smell anything because the urine of this person is from water they drank. A person just drank a lot of water. And if you drink a lot of water, your urine is going to become more water, right? So it went on someone's clothes. There is no smell, there's no taste, there's nothing to it. Okay? This najasa is hukmiyyah. And it has no substance, you can't see it. Okay? <coughs> it's like water that went into his mouth and came out. And the one that can be substance is the urine that comes from uh, remaining in your bladder. You've uh, uh, eaten and whatnot. And that one, it's going to have a smell to it. It's going to have a color to it. It's going to have a taste to it as well. We'll stop there inshallah ta'ala because next week we're going to go into uh, the last chapter of Tahara which is Hayd, menstruation. So we'll leave menstruation for next week inshallah ta'ala and also next week we'll start the Kitab salah We will start the Kitab salah the book of Salah inshallah ta'ala. But we want inshallah ta'ala the ahkam related to Hayd and Nifas. How uh, long does it take? What are its rulings? Insha'Allah, insha'Allah ta'ala, we want to go into that next week bi-idhnillahi uh, kareem, insha'Allah ta'ala.